Welcome everyone to Weekend Rental. This is episode 60. We're almost old enough for the early bird special. My name is Ryan, and as always, I'm joined by Andy. Hey. And Nate. What's going on, guys? Okay, so if you're new to the podcast, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, uh, Podbean, Stitcher, and of course, uh, Geekade. So Geekade, if you are interested in gaming, movies, comics, beer, whatever you're geek, you can find it all at Geekade dot com along with our content uh let's get into opening segment by rent burn what we do in this segment is we all pick a game for a given system system this go round is the game boy advance we play the games that we all pick individually and then we decide which ones we would personally buy rent or burn so this episode andy has gone with lady i guess we didn't decide lady saya or lady sia See ya. Anybody got a preference? Okay, we're going with see ya. See you later, because it's a piece of shit game. (laughs) That's not true. (laughs) We're going to talk about it. Uh, Metabots, Nate has gone with, and I've gone with Super Monkey Ball Jr. Let's go back up to the top, Andy's pick, Lady Sia, and we will uh, read the description according to Game Facts. So you join Lady Sia, bold defender of the world invaded by a race of ruthless beastmen. Uh, Help her use her sword and her wits. In an intense battle across land, sea, and air to free her people. Acquire the magic elements to defeat the giant bosses and invoke Sia's shape-shifting power in a final showdown against an unforgiving foe. Yeah. I don't know if we all saw that foe, but... No. We saw some mole people. And some rats. Yeah. This uh, game is just basically uh, an action platformer with a sword jumping around some it's kind of got some exploration to it as far as far as uh, finding gems and stuff like that but overall i think the big thing you're coming to this game is probably the art style yeah um it's got some really good cell shading cartoony art style with some pretty good animation overall i don't know like i don't know of another game that I've played in a long time that I looked at and was like, I really like this. And then the next minute be like, this looks like dog shit. <laughs> you know, like it kept going back and forth. It was really strange. Yeah. It's hard to pin down if it's a stroke of genius or chalked up to laziness. I, I kind of was with you. Like at first I was like, ah, oh, this looks like puke on my screen. And I was like, no, maybe they're going for something. And then it starts throwing the mechanics at you. You've got the sword play, you've got the jumping, you've got the traversal. But the level traversal is all over the place, right? I mean, there's a million mechanics, there's a ton of verticality. The graphics at that point kind of fight you because you don't know what you can jump on, what you can't. Uh, there's a little bit of mana or, you know, like magic as far as like the beam you shoot out. Uh, and then there's also a stealth mechanic. So I kind of like after a little while, like I didn't know what to take. Like I didn't know if it was a pointed direction for an art style and gameplay, or if it was just a group of people trying to throw everything they could at something and make it seem like it was a cohesive package. Cause to me, it didn't feel like it came together. Yeah. I think this, uh, they definitely threw everything they could possibly throw at, at this game. Like, Oh, let's do this. All right. Sounds good. And then they just keep on, keep on the tutorial kind of at the beginning where you're chasing that guy 
uh, through through the level. I mean, it was one mechanic after the other. Okay, now let's oh, yeah. do this, and now let's do this. I was like, we're running out of things here. This is this is pretty impressive. I think the sound in it was. I mean, they they went for the art. They went for uh, just the different mechanics, but the sound was definitely missing in this. There was mm-hmm. the droning song over and over and over again on it, and then the enemies had no noise whatsoever. I know they're mole people, but still, I think moles make noise. Yeah, I mean... <sighs> I kind of want to give credit to it because, like, there is, like, some stuff that I really like in this game as far as, you know, the fantasy elements, the amount of platforming. It's just the controls felt a little sloppy. I loved the overworld, though, with, like, getting, like, freeing your bird and, like, flying to the next village. Mm -hmm. But some of it was just so buried in that art style. Like, even that first village outside of the starting level where you, like, hit that brick wall. Or not brick wall so much as, like, a building. And you're like, I, what happens here? And then you you go back a little ways and there's a well and I'm like, all right, like it's not clearly defined, but in this game, what does pushing down in the well do? And it continues my progress. And it's just like little things like that where they had great ideas, but like the subtlety and the, the visual fidelity to pull it off kind of hindered a lot of that. Um, and I will say checkpoints. I think you come across one checkpoint in that whole like 10 minute first opening tutorial. Yeah. <clears throat> they're so far and few in between. Like that's not good. That's not good in a game like this, especially in a portable. Right. I, something I've, I saw in this game that I don't know if I've seen before, at least in a portable is you can move the camera around a little bit and it would stay mm-hmm. that way. So if you looked up, like it would scroll up a little bit and it would constantly stay that way as you platformed as well, which was, it kind of, makes you know the handheld screen a lot more useful when you when you're able to do something like that but you know that most of the time you're looking you're using that to find secret areas that might have an extra gem or something right which which i found if you go down there and get those things if you go for them it's not just a secret area yeah it, you found it but then it dumps you off at like way before so you have to kind of like start over and it's like that's not very rewarding for one gem you know Mm-hmm. yeah yeah i think if if you showed this like a screenshot of this game to anybody though at this point they would say it's scribble not like that art style very similar is very similar <laughs> yeah it's it's definitely ambitious um i don't think it was helped by the you know smaller screen the larger sprites in that game like that's common with like GBA games is like that resolution really kind of made or braid or made or broke games. I'm thinking like the ports of Donkey Kong country where mm-hmm. it, it changes the game a lot. And I think that's kind of what happens in this game. Um, I think there's some good mechanics underneath though. Let's move on. Nate's pick. I'm hoping we all played the same game. Cause there's like, this is like uh, so many Pokemon. versions. Right, there's like there's like Metabots XYZ, but we're going to go with Metabots MetaB for the description here. Um, so join Icky, great character <laughs> name, uh, as he begins his journey as a Meta Fighter. 
and tries to save his hometown of Riverview City from the evil Rubber Robo gang. Uh, Icky must solve various mysteries and help uh, with the help of his friends and uh, Phantom Renegade. Interact with characters and control metabots popular in the Metabots TV animated series. Can Icky save the world from the treacherous Rubber Robo gang and become the number one ranked meta fighter? It's all up to you. Say that three times. Rubber Robo. In nowhere in that description did it say Pokemon. No. But it should have. <laughs> it is definitely a Pokemon clone for sure. Um this is definitely this is definitely not my style of game. And uh I saw the title and I was like maybe it will be like a cool fighter of some sort. And it's not it it drops you in kind of this this open I guess factory or a uh, lab where you're you're walking around talking to people. It's definitely RPG, big time RPG, and I don't I don't have the patience to be walking around talking to every single person. The best part of the whole game was when you get to the to the lab door where the meta played the whole thing. <laughs> yep, the best part of the game is when you get to the lab where the metabots are and the guy won't let you through. And so then he punches you. Yes, that's <laughs> awesome. Like, that's stinking awesome. And so but I you kept have to on do doing that to it. progress. Right? Yeah, you have yeah. to have to do it to progress. So, um, this this game, I'm sure people enjoy if you're really into those kind of RPG games. But it's just, I'm not a Pokemon fan. I know. Sorry, but this is this is Pokemon 100. percent yeah, so basically what Metabots was was like it was a TV show made to cash in on the Pokemon craze and this is a game meant to continue the cloning of the Pokemon craze. And in in Nate's defense, when he picked this game last minute because he had originally picked Boktai, uh The Sun is in Your Hand, before I went to look at the list for this week and was like that game had a solar sensor that literally required the sun. I'm pretty sure we can't all emulate this. Uh, so it was kind of a Hail Mary. So it's not all on Nate on this one. Um, I will say I'm, w- I'm with Nate. Like RPGs, action RPGs, like Pokemon. None of that's in my wheelhouse. Um, the art style in this game was good. I also liked getting punched in the lab. Uh, the battle, once I finally got to the first one before giving up on this game, because it required way too much of my time was animated well. Um, it was just cloned almost to a T outside of the battle sequences, I felt. In the, I mean, again, I don't have a ton of Pokemon experience, but I have enough experience to know that this was like opening village Pokemon, like to a letter. I mean, it was all well done, but like you're copying another game. I mean, you're never going to succeed in that formula. Yeah, you start out in a town with four buildings. One of them is a scientific lab, and you have to talk to the scientists there. Like, that is Pokemon. Every single Pokemon game that's ever been, that's that's the starting town, and that's the structure. And for them to just be, like, a complete ripoff like that. And the thing is, like, there's nothing that happens in there. Like, why do you have to be in that science lab? Nothing happens. Right. Right. I just it's wanted just to leave. Reference. They yeah. wouldn't let me leave. Yeah, I couldn't go ready home. To go I was home. pissed. Yeah, it was just was a reference ready. to Pokemon. But uh, yeah, I think in this game, it's more to do, you know, less capturing creatures and stuff, but more like getting parts. 
for your robots. I think that's kind of, which is similar yeah. to like the, the evolutions. Mega, well, more like Mega Man Battle Network. If you ever played them, okay, it's sure. very similar to that too. They kind of, they're kind of the same type of game actually. But uh, one thing I did appreciate, like you said, was you know, it's a different humor and a more of adult humor. I think in this game compared to Pokemon, which is very like stale and very you know kid friendly and whatever this one is like yeah you get punched uh you steal money from your mom to buy the robot yeah and then your dad fuck that i'm buying a robot bitch then your dad comes home and like sweet this is awesome let's get it running (laughs) with the part that he got from the mysterious phantom who's like give this to your child what (laughs) and he runs away it's a very like parent parental skills in this game from the very get-go are questionable i'll tell you that much i love the setup when when the mom's like here's fifty dollars i don't have change or i don't have anything less than this it's like i wonder what's gonna happen with this fifty dollars i know but he only spent 49.95 in that metabot he could have brought home some crackers or something yeah it was a good deal at least some tea yeah i don't know the 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 fighting seems like it's kind of interesting as you went along maybe you'd get a lot more strategy in it i don't know Yeah, the only thing I didn't like was, like, when you play a Pokemon game, like, those battles are very pointed and, like, quick. And, well, the animation was very impressive between the battle bots or metabots. It was way too long with each turn. Yeah. Like, it drove me nuts. Yeah, they were doing, like, the whole Advance Wars style battle. But, like, you have to do that. Well, it seemed like it was geared up to have, like, what, an army, a small army of metabots on screen on each side. So could you imagine if it was, like, four on four? You'd be watching that for 15 minutes each turn. Yeah, yeah that would be kind of rough. This game's kind of right up your your alley, though, Andy, isn't it? Don't you love oh, yeah. these kind of games? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, This, if I was younger and had more time, I would totally be... Uh, Pining for a buy, Nate is, I see. <laughs> well, Andy, that's your game, right? Yeah. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, buy my game. Do you, you know, I didn't play the other version, do. so... <laughs> Uh, I did watch yeah. some YouTube videos on Metabots, and I don't know if it was a GBA version, but there was it was more of a like an action platformy uh, kind of Mega Man ish. Yeah, I saw that too. And I was like, "That's the one I wanted. I want that one." Which <laughs> yeah, one's that? That's one? what I thought I was getting into. I was all excited after you sent me the name, and then I was like, "There's ten of these. Which one do I? Which one do I emulate?" I'm like, "I'll just." I went with Metabee. Which one did you guys go with? Same. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Okay. We all, <laughs> How we in all the world that the happened. same of the 10. That's pretty amazing. But, yeah, I uh, definitely wanted the other one, but <clears throat> yeah, that's the way it goes. I think there's a GameCube one too, which I don't know what that's about. Probably. There's nothing fundamentally wrong with this. Though. No. It's just, it is definitely a complete ripoff of Pokemon, but mm-hmm. that's okay. It's not broken. It's fine. It's a great game, right, Andy? Yeah. All right. Well, before you uh, poisons the well anymore, I'm going to go on to my <laughs> pick, uh, Super Monkey Ball Jr. So the description, the description on this just sucks. Hey, party animal, it's time to get your ball rolling. Play as <laughs> I, I, Mimi, Gone, Gone, or Baby. Over 60 floors filled with steps, bumps, moving platforms, and more. Includes four of your favorite party monkeys. Party monkey games, monkey fight, monkey duel, they all start with monkey, golf, and bowling, multiplayer madness supports up to four players. 
So, <clears throat> this game came hot off the success of the Monkey Ball and Monkey Ball 2 games on the GameCube. That was when Sega was really getting into third-party publishing. Um, the GBA had close ties to um, the GameCube, of course, which Nintendo was basically the home to Monkey Ball, so Sega made a port. Um, it attempts to make a pseudo 3D game and bring the gameplay over. Uh, the biggest problem is, is with Monkey Ball, you're basically, think of it as like a marble labyrinth game. You, you control the play field. You don't control the marble. Um, and you navigate the marble in this case, a monkey in a ball. Hence the name, uh, to the goal in the time limit. And then also try to collect monkey or bananas, not monkeys for bonus points. Uh, the the problem is though is that on a console this had a analog stick which helps a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it also had another well not another analog stick but on the GameCube it had the C stick to also help you adjust camera and perspective, uh, and it had graphical fidelity. So what you have on the GameCube is or not the GameCube but the G- Game Boy Advance is like hot trash. Do you hear my cat just like? Okay, never mind. <laughs> Not hot trash, but what we do have is uh you know them trying to adapt a game to a system that does not have analog. It can't really do 3D and it has no way to really allow you to control the camera well. Mm-hmm. Um it does okay in what it attempts to do, but you quickly find at least in my opinion the 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 D-pad is not a good replacement for the analog stick and also a huge seller for the original Monkey Ball games on the GameCube was the party games. And really outside of like link cables, because there was no internet connection with the GBA, um, that's not really going to be something that you're going to take advantage of. So it's kind of a wasted addition to this cartridge. Um, I don't know what you guys thought. I know what Nate thought. It's hot bit. trash. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no, the deep had made it so difficult. Um, just it wasn't enjoyable. I think that was kind of the big factor for me where I missed the joystick for sure. And the screen, just the screen playing it on that was, it wasn't great. I don't know. You emulated it. I don't like the, I just don't like the GBA. Like as, as a whole, I really just don't care for the graphics and I don't know. I feel like super monkey ball was just, added to that affirm that more for me that i just don't really it's a super nintendo it's It's a better super nintendo it literally is it's not i think if this game was on super nintendo it would have blown my mind really the super nintendo couldn't have pulled this off because a gba is an upgraded super nintendo it's an overclocked snes yeah it's literally well i mean that's fine so I you still hate don't the like SNES? It. No. Which means you hate Nintendo? Yeah. Which then you hate NES? Do you, you work hate... for Al-Qaeda, Nate? <laughs> you hate video games? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I like Super Monkey Ball. I do. I just... Yeah, I'm not a big fan yeah. of it on the GBA. It's a cash grab. You're right. Yeah. It's so hard to judge this on its own because it's it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel like Monkey Ball should. It doesn't have a smooth frame rate. The camera is is essential right. in that type of game for sure. 
Um, and you can't context it in a post GBA era, right? I mean, right. I mean, it's like kind of like saying like judging Mario Brothers on Atari. You know, if you were gonna play it on Atari, it just it wouldn't feel right, right? You know, right? It it's would on American. Be, yeah, it would, might be impressive on that system, but it just doesn't feel right, and that's kind of why I'm spoiled by you know monkey ball being a console game for the most part yeah well we we were, looked at this game just in time for the switch port of the worst game in the series so that's a is it a wii port yeah it's is? a wii port banana blitz which people are on unfairly harsh on that one as far as i'm concerned but it, it is definitely the worst one minus maybe this one probably this one i don't know how, how, how can it get by this game like isn't it all the same like how can the quality people, vary that much? People had issues with the controls in that game. Like I, I borrowed it to a buddy and he's like, I can't even play it. The controls are bullshit. And like, I don't know if he didn't calibrate his like Wii sensor bar, but I blew through the entire game with no problem. So I don't know. Like, it, I mean, it was motion controls cause it's a Wii, of course. Sure. You know, and you're just far controls. more superior. Well, I mean, <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> As far as monkeys and balls go, well, yeah, I'm pretty good. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't want to brag. I think Super Monkey Ball speedruns are probably one of my favorite things to watch, though. It yeah. is insane how some of those guys have broke those games. Yeah. They're so good. There's something satisfying, though, about this game and playing like the beginner segment, yeah. completing 10 levels after hitting the warp in level 2 to go to level 5. So... I've invested 15 minutes into this game and I've already hit the credit sequence. I don't know. I feel, that feels good. I don't know what it is about that. I didn't deserve it, but I, I made uh, it. Yeah. The, the opposites of metabots, I guess. Right. Do you guys hear that? The cat is just going apeshit back here. <laughs> I gave him a rubber mat to scratch so he didn't scratch my furniture up and he just, whenever he feels like it, he just rips the shit out of it. Good for him. Let's go back up to the top. Picks. I don't know what to do here, Andy. What are you gonna do? Don't, don't, don't let Nate judge. I think it's very, very clear. No, yeah. don't listen to him. I, I'm, I'm buying Metabots. Yes. Oh, son of a bitch! Yes, 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 yes. I might win one, boys. Fuck you! I'm charging that shit. Dude. <laughs> that is totally a game I would. If I was younger and yeah. had that game, I would have been all about it for sure more pokemon yes yeah please. exactly but obviously don't have the time anymore to do something like that but it seemed like it was pretty quality and i kind of like the uh the whole look just not caring like in pokemon stealing your parents money would never happen <laughs> but in this game it happens in first 10 minutes so Uh yeah, my uh rent I think is going to be Lady Sia. Uh I think it was kind of impressive what they were doing, but overall a little lacking. And I I I just couldn't do monkey ball. Like it just the frame rate in the camera, I it just killed the game for me. I couldn't do it. It's monkeys and balls. I know. If if I would have monkeys yeah i mean if they're trapped in balls i guess and they're only at 30 frames per second 
Or uh, less. 30, 30, I think that's generous. Like 10, yeah. 10 to 15 is <laughs> a solid lock 10, 15 if you're lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's I fair just, enough. Nate. I, uh, yeah. Nate, what do you think? Um, I don't know. I'm really torn on this one. Oh, gee, I wonder which one's he going to buy his own game. <laughs> no, I'm actually not. Uh, Lady C, I'm going to buy. Um, just because that's more of a game that I would want to play. Um, it's enjoyable. It's it's a little messy. It is pretty messy, but uh, I could see myself playing it for a decent amount of time. Uh, I don't know. I just have a hard time picking an RPG. I really do, just because I don't have experience playing RPGs, so I have a hard time picking it, but I know it's going to piss Ryan off. Do not <laughs> base that. No. I, I'm I not think... burning your game. I'm not burning your game. When you lay both games out, Metabots is better, is, is superior oh, than fuck. than Super Monkey Ball. So that is going to no. be my rent, even though I'm not wow. an RPG guy. Just relax, just relax. Um, and then I'm burning Super Monkey Ball Junior because it's trash. Oh, relax, because <laughs> you're burning my game. Yeah, exactly. The D pad <laughs> is awful in that. Yeah, the camera is weird. It's just it ruins super monkey ball for me it's not great right don't hang on to it just throw it no, away okay. frozen let it's it go okay. <laughs> i don't I don't like d-pads and analog stick games either just like i don't like d-bags and byron burn nate <laughs> uh i'm gonna i'm gonna burn uh metabots i i just of course it's not, you would <laughs> it's not it's not my game it's oh my not God. gonna be like objectively is it the best and most polished game in this bunch yes absolutely but (laughs) i'm never gonna want to play that game just like i don't want to play pokemon i mean if if the nintendo version of that can interest me this certainly isn't going to um i'm gonna buy lady sia uh it's a mess it's an interesting mess um and it's intriguing it tries to do too much, um, but I still will buy that. And I'm going to rent uh, Monkey Ball. Because it's Monkey Ball, Super Monkey Ball Jr. Because it's not a Pokemon clone. Um, it, is a, it, is a, it is the worst game in the Monkey Ball franchise. It is an animal in a ball. It is a Pokemon clone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. That's probably more so than Metabots, <laughs> now that you mention it. Um, so I'm pretty sure this is like three buy rent burns in a row that you've just burned my game. Your game fared better than mine. I just... No, you burned my Metabots. Yeah, but only one out of three. Yeah, but I need you. you. I I feel like the ultimate win is when you actually pick my game. Well, don't fucking burn my game. Maybe I will. Oh, this is But anyway, no, it's good. Uh, What I was going to say is... um, I brought this game remembering how much I hated it, and I was actually more technically impressed with what it does now than uh when I had played it initially back in the day. That that does not make it a better game. Um just like Andy's memory of Sonic Spinball being good does not make it good today. <laughs> right. So, you know, it's that sort of realization. Um if we weren't doing Byron Burn and I had to pick like the best designed game of these three, Nate, you would get it, but it's it's what I want to play. Andy, so, I want you sorry. to edit that and just loop that over and over and over again. <laughs> well, what you should have done is when when you uh, he said Boktai is not going to work, you should have said "fuck you, deal with it." 
and Ryan would have he would have bought it because I know he likes that game. I had it. Yeah, I love that game. It's good, (laughs) but I don't know how you play without a sunlight sensor. Yeah, flashlight. Sounded like well, you (laughs) emulators work with flashlights. Hashtag fake gamer. I don't. (laughs) know. That was the weird thing. Was like it wouldn't work with fake lighting sources. You needed actual like solar lighting. Yeah. The Kojima Could, influence on that compared to really Death Stranding cool now. It was really, Kojima in that? He he uh, made that game, I think. Okay, I knew he, it was Konami. He had, he had some, I don't know if he produced all of it, but he had some input in that. Yeah, really cool game. I didn't get very far in it because I bought it on clearance at Target when I was in college, and I had the original Game Boy Advance. And uh, as much as there <laughs> might still be a stigma about adults playing video games in today's society... A twenty-something sitting under a tree playing bulk tie in the sunlight was probably not going to uh, get me any favors. So I didn't progress far. It was really cool though, like the way you had to use that to like unlock certain dungeons and progress and even defeat enemies. Like you needed to wait until the sun was like pinnacle, capture those rays, attack so, that vampire. So it's a Pokemon clone you're capturing. Don't dump a little bulk tie. Like <laughs> Let's not do that. So, where do we end up? What'd you guys all buy? Was it all different? Everyone was different, right? Yeah. No, you did Lady Sia as well. We all did oh, Lady Sia. Oh, so here's one. Yeah. yeah. God damn it. Yeah. Feel bad for II. He deserved better. He's got plenty of good games. Yeah. Game Boy Advance is not one. He's a monkey. He's got short term memory. Issues. He's just gonna throw his shit in five seconds anyway. Yep. Yeah. Byron burn of the books. Metal All right, so let's move on from Byron Burn. Um, let's talk about the news while we've been playing. What's out there in the world? I know we we're all itching to talk about Frozen Two. It's not out yet. Hopefully, next time we record, we can talk about <laughs> it. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about BlizzCon, though. I think um, in the wake of some other controversies, Blizzard had BlizzCon and kind of addressed every franchise that most people in the blizzard community had wanted to hear about we got details on a new world of warcraft expansion uh they detailed overwatch 2 which sadly a lot of this stuff got leaked a couple days ahead which is kind of what happens uh, overwatch 2 adds some single player stuff uh largely the same base game though um but more importantly at least for me they finally <laughs> After the crucifixion of last year, finally addressed Diablo 4. Um, they sort of led into how this game's going to be so much more dark and edgy. It, it's fucking Diablo Blizzard. I, I mean, I don't want to break it to you. It was kind of already there. Like, we've seen it all. Um, they showed the art style. They showed the trailer. They showed the gameplay. Uh, I will say the level of detail uh, in the world seemed better. Uh, it seemed to keep a lot of that three-quarter perspective that Diablo 3 carried. 
But for me, I was excited. I, I just just to have that officially announced by them, seeing some gameplay. I was a huge fan of the Diablo series and especially Diablo three on consoles. So to know that I'm getting a four, it's going to have four player co-op. That's good, right? Like nothing mind blowing from BlizzCon, but a lot of the things that I was looking for, I don't know what you guys thought. Yeah, I didn't see much of it, but did they say that there's anything like new, like any new features to Diablo or is it just a new game? It's just Diablo. Take on Diablo, yeah. I didn't see anything like earth shattering. It was, it was very vague though. Like the gameplay trailers didn't show a lot. I mean, it was, but it's what, been what? What seven more can years? you actually add to it though? Right. Yeah. It's just it's Diablo. You could bring back the uh, Barter House. Yeah. People actually sell stuff again. But... Yeah, that was the big thing last time, and then they ended up getting rid of it, right? Like the right. auction house. Yeah. Well, and it took them a lot of time to like really fix Diablo three and like fully flush out the end game. Cause in my opinion, that was the biggest problem with Diablo three was that they didn't have the rift system in the actual end game in. So that was a very short and unsatisfying experience until that game had been out about three years. Um, so I'm hoping they capitalize on that knowledge and have that right away in Diablo four. But to me, like as long as they keep the formula of like slash upgrade loot, repeat like that's all i want i just want more of that new locations so i'm super pumped did you actually watch the whole blizzcon stuff not all of it no no i just watched some trailers and some reveal gameplay i always forget about it always forget about it but did they did they feature the red shirt guy is it red shirt guy or what is it the guy that always is talking about the lore of wow You've never seen that? No, I don't think so. No. Oh, there was way back, way back in the day, um, they would take questions from the audience and they'd be talking about, uh, you know, asking just different questions about, about the game or lore or whatever it is. And this guy asked this big question that actually made the developers say, oh, I think we missed that and we'll fix that. And then he's, done it every single year i think he missed one year or something and he he knows more than everybody else uh about you know the wow lore and uh different characters and stuff like that which is kind of interesting so he's been featured every year on blizzcon somehow which is kind of funny huh they probably talked to him first now be like what where's this where's the story going guy he's a (laughs) consultant he works for blizzard (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah there you go yeah i think blizzcon has taken like a different feel since they've been acquired by activision like i mean well blizzard right? in general right <laughs> right yeah that's what i was gonna say is, yeah i don't know i i think they hit the right notes i think i think capitalizing on the steam of like overwatch is still relevant we just brought it to the switch we're gonna do more with it because overwatch is a great game for anyone who hasn't played it i don't know that overwatch 2 i mean really it's more of like a season thing it's not it's not really a it's not a true sequel right like this is kind of what Fortnite did but putting a two on it and putting a physical box copy on a shelf is probably going to be good for people who maybe haven't played the first one so i don't know i'm excited about both of those possibilities um i could give a crap less about wow at this point but i'm glad they're still supporting it and 
and that game was a big part of my life for many years. Time to get be... back into it. <sighs> yeah. It's time. I'm good. I really want Diablo, though. Like, I really... I really want a bunch of people to buy Diablo 4 when it launches because that is such a good multiplayer game. Or you're just going to buy everybody a copy? I mean, I bought four of the last version, so I guess I could buy everybody <laughs> a copy and save myself the trouble. Are they doing the same thing as last time, PC first, for the, like the first year? Or is it going to be all... Right, I mean, that's what like that's true. I, I don't know. I didn't hear. I don't know that they addressed that, but that is a good point because I feel like Diablo 3 didn't find its footing until it got the home ports. I feel yeah. like people were largely disappointed. Then they fixed the end game stuff. Then they brought it to consoles and Couple then it really good characters, yeah. Right, but then they kept the disparity between seasons that was only on PC, which seasons made a huge impact for end game, and then a year later or so, maybe a year and a half, they brought it to console. So I think if they were smart, they will do day and date updates or at least within the same month for both, I hope. Mm-hmm. Um, Because I think community has really grown on current-gen hardware. But it's tough to say, right? Because, I mean, what is a console anymore? Like, the that line is blurring with Game Pass and Xbox. True. I don't know anymore. Does it matter? I just want it to be the same game regardless of where I play it, and I want cross-platform. That's <clears throat> That's the thing, right? Yeah. You have to wonder, like, is this going to have a battle pass? Like, that seems like it could work well in a Diablo game. Yeah. But. Yeah. That's a great point. You know what else I want in a Diablo game? Loot boxes, please. (laughs) (laughs) That's all it is. It's just, like, a random thing every time. Just loot boxes. Yep. You find the loot goblins, but instead of like beating them to death, you run up and pay the money. <laughs> and then they throw a portal up and you can go in. Uh, Let's hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. Good stuff, though. Like, uh, maybe a little understated. I feel like a lot of big news came from Blizzard, and I feel like the world maybe didn't care as much as it would have two years ago. And I think we live in a post Fortnite universe, and uh, that's just the reality of things. But yeah, well, I'm excited. Like you, like you said, it's more the same, right? They don't have a new IP. They don't nothing groundbreaking, you know, as far as yeah. new features or anything. But Nintendo's been doing that for like 20 years, and we still get it yeah. up. So yeah, true. Speaking of that, today they had uh, the Target Black Friday ad yes. just came out. Killer fucking queen, $15. Yeah, definitely getting that. Buying that. But I just love it, like, the front page. It's like, the doorbuster is Breath of the Wild for $30. (laughs) Yeah. That game is years old now. Also, the doorbuster was that arcade one-up Marvel cabinet for $250. I was at Target last weekend. They had it sitting in the toy aisle for $250. How was (laughs) that doorbuster? Are you picking that up? No. You will. No, I'm not. I'm done. I'm done. I wanted the Turtles one. I got it. It's glorious. Yeah, the Target ad was good. It was very... It was a very good selection of games, like, in a tier that I would pick up. Um, Mm -hmm. 
I don't know that I'm going nuts. I'll probably buy the, that Crash Insane Trilogy 15 if I can. I'm going to get the cart one for 15. Yes, also, yeah. I thought that was great. And then Killer Queen Black, I think, will be my buys. Yep. I want Mario Tennis Aces, but I don't know if 29 bucks is good enough. I don't mm. think it is. No. No, um, no Switch Lite bundles, though. I was really expecting Switch Lite bundles. Like, System Plus Game 189, you know? I mean, they're still trying to keep the price down and try to separate it a little bit from the Switch. Yeah. They're not going to throw a game in, probably. Well, they'd throw a game in for free. still separates it. Well, okay. They could, yeah. But they won't. Somebody will. But they we won't. haven't seen everybody yet. Okay. But they won't. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I the um the magazines like the Christmas magazines are hitting the hitting the mailboxes right now and what my, the fuck is a magazine in a mailbox? It's twenty nineteen. I know it's super rare. Super rare. But my kids super rare are games? Yeah, super rare <laughs> magazine. <laughs> Uh, my kids are going nuts for those things right now, and they're doing just the classic circling things. My son, what do you have a subscription to Finger Hut? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what that is. Oh, that's a good poll. <laughs> it's like the Reddit Center for uh, mail order magazines. I guess. Oh, really? About, yeah. No, I have I have no idea. Previous owners probably <laughs> with their Target ads. Current resident, yeah. Yeah, current resident. NRA, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, my son is going crazy on the Nintendo Switch stuff. He's like, Dad, yeah. I really want this. I want a Switch Lite and uh he wants blue and you know, all that stuff. So Yeah. I tried to convince my son to get the Pokemon version like I showed him today. I was like, Look at this one. He's like, Nah, man. I he's like, I just want gray. He's like, I really like green. I'm like, but they have that sweet aqua. He's like, Nah, I like gray. I'm like, All right, boy. Like that's vanilla is shit, but we're gonna we're gonna look into that. Come on, kid, let's talk resale value here. <laughs> yeah. Well, after the job he did on my 2DS XL screen, I don't think there's much resale value. Right. The screen protector, and he still scratched the fuck out of that. It's a 2DS. So, I mean, there's that's so to cool be though that partner. yeah, that's true. That's so cool though. In like 2019, your kids are still like fucking oh sharpie on the magazine. Like mm-hmm. that's I haven't seen that since I was like 10. Yeah, it it's been kind of fun to you know have them do that and it, I mean they do exactly what we did, you know, circle every single thing on the page. You could just <laughs> hand me back the magazine and be like just all of that, dad. Thank you. Um yeah, I mean we did we did the same same thing as kids. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious to see what the other Black Friday deals are this year. I think, like, I mean, reality is, is like this is outside the launch window. This is going to be the pinnacle of the Switch year, right? Because we're going to hit next gen end of or coming into next Christmas season. Until the Switch gets a revision, like it's at it's going to be at its highest. Like this next year is 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 really kind of it. Yeah, and then it's gonna like, did they get a big enough install base? to continue momentum when we've reached a hardware pinnacle where we're going to get to that point, right? It's going to be PS five and whatever the Xbox is. And then it's going to be Wii status. You're going to get, you're going to get 
the same named game on the Switch, but it is going to be a completely different game because it will not make sense to downgrade it to a point to function. So it's, I don't know. I don't know what to think about that. It's, it's, it's interesting. We're kind of already there though, right now, right? Well, we are. Yeah, that's true. I, mean, I guess when close. you're, I'm, I'm thinking like Witcher 3 ports, but then I'm remembering like that game came out like six years ago. Yeah. So. <laughs> and even yeah. then it looks not very good on the switch right. as well so right but yeah, yeah. there's not going to be i mean ea is pretty much done they don't do anything on the switch ea is new they're they're so stupid like they could they could i mean i've heard the plans for the zombies is coming okay but yeah they're so stupid not to capitalize and make that money but they don't care right i mean they're getting their their main hardware stuff realistically what what do you think the lifespan of the switch is i mean past the revision whether it's a revision or or new nintendo console i mean where do you think we're at on this three years i think i think 2022 is when you get like the new console i think next year they might even start talking about like a pro sure and then a completely completely new console Uh, i think they will continue in the vein of switch um, but yes, new, whatever that may be. But I would love I think to see keep them more progressive with, with their hardware. I would yeah. love to see something a little more PS4 ish. I feel like they've been like self-satisfying the fact though, that they don't have to, and it works. Right. I, f- I feel like they, the last leap they took in their mind for graphical fidelity and like out there-ness was the Wii U and in their mind it failed well in everyone's mind it failed. So I think that, like when they yeah. played it safe again with hardware technology was when they found success. So I think they've just kind of dug themselves back into that with the switch. Yeah. They really haven't been like and, on uh, players for a long time. Yeah. Well, and like we even said it on the last podcast, like if, if, if their mobile games have taught us anything, it's that Nintendo will be successful on whatever hardware they can put out their own games on. And that could be like a fart on a popsicle. Like as long as it ran, it was made by Nintendo. It's going to be great. Yeah. I don't know how you play a fart on a popsicle, but, but yeah, I, I've done it. I think we'll see Metroid prime four come out. I think we'll see the second Zelda come out breath of the wild. And then I think 2022, you're going to, I think you're going to have to do, the next whatever that might be so when we get to that point do you think the switch in your mind was a success or do you think it was yeah it was okay oh it's undoubtedly a success i mean they're already on par and ahead of schedule with what the ps4 did um in the same sales time frame there i think they just announced that the switch Lite had like two million units sold in the first week well not necessarily the you know the specs more personally do you do you think the games and everything i mean it's absolutely. a winner it, yeah. i mean if you ask me the wii u is a winner that if you if you if i go back to xbox 360 ps3 and wii u the the console that i had the best memories with and like the greatest experiences with was the wii u even though it was eight to ten games that nintendo made me that's my take i mean i, I don't know like until nintendo puts out a console where they didn't completely blow my mind with a dozen of their own games. I mean, it hasn't happened in my lifetime. 
I'll always consider their consoles a success. I mean, the virtual, okay, Virtual Boy, piece of shit. But right, Switch, yeah, absolutely. In my mind, success. Does it have a fuck ton of shortcomings? Absolutely. Yep. But does it have already eight games made by Nintendo that I could not have like imagined missing out on experiencing? Yeah, we're there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think they ever go back to TV console only? Like, do you, or is this like this is the way Nintendo consoles have to be for the rest no. of time? <laughs> no, I don't think they need to. And I don't think the way that they've looked at hardware as far as like technical specifications makes sense to do that. Like, I think they can get by with just on the go. Like if they wanted to just sell like joy cons that synced with my phone and that was what Nintendo was for the next 20 years, I think that'd be fine. Yeah. No, I'd have a hard time with that. But that's what you really have. You have a, you have a note phone with joy cons attached to it or uh amazon fire with joy cons i mean that's really where we're at yeah i mean i could certainly leave the services and menus and all that shit that (laughs) nintendo air quote services right right just anything that's outside of the games like i don't need i mean other than controller for sure but yeah i mean there's there's some big hopes there like i hope the next time they put out a technically new hardware advancement they understand party systems. They understand party chat because there's a whole, there's a whole massive layer to Nintendo and online multiplayer that they completely do not understand that could bring their games to a level that there's no reason Nintendo couldn't have a Fortnite, but they're just like not technically smart enough with the internet to understand how something like that could appeal to people. In my opinion, it always comes down to party chat with you. <laughs> the shortcoming, you're like party chat. What's wrong? Oh, I mean, you could say party chat, but like, let's just say online gaming in general, right? Like yeah. they, they've clung to the fact that Nintendo is a family experience for everyone. And because of that, the internet's a scary place where people fuck each other and sell drugs and like put out hits. I mean, their own like cautionary tale against it is it has kept them behind. Right. Yeah. I mean, and they're, they're not wrong. Absolutely. They're not wrong, but I think there's, out there. I think there's a more innovative way to make a family friendly experience out of right. that than what they Kojima do. has shown us that strand games are the future. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as far as that multiplayer experience. <laughs> yeah. So, so any of us going to play that game? No, I've, heard nothing great i mean i'll buy that one game when it's 20 bucks yeah i'm good i i think i would like it but <laughs> yeah but i don't know it's tough to it, it's out this week officially yeah, i think so Friday. maybe maybe yeah this week i maybe think it's already out yeah i want to play it i just don't think it's going to work for me in the long term but I need to experience Death Stranding. The biggest thing for me is I I quit drinking Monster for the most part. Mm. And that game allows you to drink Monster Mm. in the game. So 
like from what I understand, that's like your water source. Like instead of drinking water and staying hydrated, you drink monster. Like kill yourself slowly. Pretty much like idiocracy, but yeah. <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah. So a game that I have been playing because my son got it at their birthday party last weekend. It kind of ties into the last topic of Nintendo failures. Uh, he got Luigi's Mansion 3, which I'm not a huge Luigi's Mansion guy. Not played a lot of those, but 3 has been okay. Took like 90 minutes to get to the point where we could actually play co-op because you have to unlock Luigi, mm-hmm. which is what my son was really pumped about. Uh, but I think the most mind-blowing thing for me with that was, well, not only is it the most engaging Luigi's Mansion game I've had the experience to play, and when I say that, it's fine. It's it's not my cup of tea, but like it's an enjoyable experience. But the the whole HUD system is based on the Virtual Boy. So in the game, they acknowledge that your HUD is a Virtual Boo, and then Professor E. Gad goes on to basically shit on the Virtual Boy and what a failure it is, which is amazing because Nintendo scrubbed the Virtual Boy from their console timeline in the early 2000s and has just pretended it didn't exist. Uh, so regardless of anything else outside of the game, I love it just for that. Like that was pretty sweet. So like when you go into the game menu, it's like everything's flat red. Uh, it looks like a virtual boy display. It's, it's pretty cool. Awesome. Yeah. It is a fantastic co-op game to play with a child. I, I will say that. And it is the most polished and enjoyable Luigi's Mansion game I've played. It's still very simple. Uh, it's still very much a ripoff of Ghostbusters, but if you've got a Switch and a young child that you want to just have some fun with, I, I would say buy that game. Is it worth sixty bucks? I don't know. It's worth forty for sure. Seems like there's a lot more puzzle, puzzly stuff in this one compared to the other ones, which were much more just like vacuum everything in the room. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, there is some of that because of uh, Gooigi and like the flat fact that you have to split up. I think each stage or each floor of the hotel you're on has six gems you need to find. Um, I will say it'd be the, the, the two player mechanic, the way it's implemented, like Guigi, obviously he's made to jello so he can go through bars or he can go through little holes. So rather than like cooperatively progressing through certain things, Guigi just kind of has to go on his own. So there's a lot of time where you're like watching the other person play, but I don't know. It's fun enough. Fair. I love how we've gotten from laughing at the name Guigi to just using it as a, a thing that just should oh, it's exist. Awful. No, it's terrible. <laughs> it still sucks, <laughs> but he's Guigi. So I've been playing uh, The Outer Worlds. Nice. That is on Game Pass now. And yeah, that that game is like a very good version of a fallout game. Uh, it's got some excellent writing. I just love, I I'm really bad at these games cause they take me forever. Even though this one says, Oh, it's only like 15 hours or 20 hours or whatever. This thing's still going to take me a long time because I go through every door. I pick up every little thing and I read like, most of like the uh computer 
messages. So it's going to take me a long time to get through it, but I really love the the writing so far in this game. And how far are you into it now? You think? Maybe a third. I don't know. I on the third planet. I think something like that. What do you What do you think your hour count is at? Mm, Fifteen hours, maybe. Cool. Well, I'm glad you started it because. I was a little bit worried for you after our last podcast when you had started that. I was like, this is Andy's game. This is the game yeah. of the year right here. Yep. Pretty much. This is this is the type of game that I haven't had in a long time. So pretty excited to deep in you know, dive deep into one. That's what she said. Exactly. Nate? Ryan? You play games? Uh no. Hashtag fake gamer. Oh. I I haven't been playing anything extremely exciting, actually. Um, I have been playing Overcooked on the PlayStation. I can't. I want to just beat that game and be done with it. But, but you're playing I'm, it by yourself, right? So no one else can yell at you. No, I'm definitely playing it co-op. And, oh, with? And it's um, just random people oh. that... Oh, that's even worse. At least um, to project yourself to that. No, I mean, like, I know the people, but it's never consistent. Oh, okay. So if I can talk them into playing it, and then they'll play, like, one session with me and then be done because they hate me, um, then I just move on to the next person. So with you and Overcooked. Yeah, it's not great, but I just feel like I need to complete it just to complete it. And you're talking Overcooked 1, right? Not 2? Yes. Yeah. See, I like after we played Overcooked 2, I have a hard time going back to Overcooked 1. Because like, I feel like the nuances of the controls and the picking things up is so much more touchy. And then yep. when you take out the ability to throw things, mm. yes, like it's so hard to revert to the original. Right. Well, it's the one that was on PlayStation Network, so... For free, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I was using that one. I've been doing that, and I still have been playing the show, which is so weird. I just I know. <laughs> that's so not like me, but it is, I guess. Yeah, I I've just been playing those two games right now. So you're still progressing through your season on MLB, then? Yeah, I don't know. Not that you guys are too excited about it. I I got called up to the majors. Ooh. You know, I mean, what, I'm just kind of amazed team? that you're still sticking with it. Yeah, I don't know why. I like, really don't know why. N- me neither. I have no idea. It's this is really random. I got picked up by Baltimore, you know, oh, Baltimore yeah, Orioles, and doing okay. Um, and then my first year got done, and it came time to sign a contract. Well, I forgot to press the button to sign it, so I never signed the contract. So they got me. <laughs> for five hundred thousand, <laughs> another year. So uh, that was my breaking point, where it was just my negligence, and now I'm kind of pushing that well, game to the side. Half a million dollars to be a lazy fuck is not bad. I'm just saying. Well, you know, I am a starter pitcher, so mm. kind of a big deal. But okay. for the Orioles, yeah, right. But <laughs> for Baltimore. context, this. <clears throat> yeah, so I really haven't been playing much i want to get i want to get my retro stuff set up still haven't been able to do that um because i guess 
you know, why I wanted to make videos of the progress and that slows everything down, which I don't understand why. Um, yeah. So there's stuff I want to get done and get set up so I can get playing the things that I actually want to play. But yeah, till then well, I'll play overcook. So while you've been like setting up, I've been like moving stuff out of my game room. Um, so I have, I mean, I have a small house. I'm not gonna lie. We love it. It's cozy in a good location in Fargo, as far as like convenience of things, but I have a really big garage for my house, a uh, two star garage, two and it's probably like two and a half stall, fully it's insulated, yep. sheet rocked, has its own furnace. I live in North Dakota, so that matters because uh, it gets fucking cold and forever. I've had our boat in there. So we've had our fishing boat and two cars, which leaves like no room. And then the boat is essentially, think of the boat as a bowl, a giant bowl that collects shit throughout the year, (laughs) uh, which is essentially what it does. So we decided this year, like, F that, we're going to move it to a storage unit, like, like, let's get out of here. And then we have this space behind behind our garage, between our shed, where I've had a fort that I built for my children, and they have not played with it at all. So I went out there, my wife and I, one weekend, our grandparents... Their grandparents were watching the kids, and I was like, you know what? They haven't touched this thing. And I took every power, power tool to it, and I hacked the thing to the ground. Uh, we, moved, we moved the boat out there. So the boat is now stored behind the garage, winter-ready, uh, which left me with a bunch of space in the garage to do a little, like, barricade, if you will. So we moved this bar that my wife has hung on to because it was her great-uncle's, I think. So it means something to her. It's fine. It's it's a bar or whatever. Um, and I moved my arcade one ups out there. I moved my cocktail cabinet, hangly man, Pac-Man, if you will, Pac-Man's just the poor man's hangly man, in my <laughs> opinion. Uh, and to my mega touch bar top arcade, got that all set up a little bit decorated, freed up some space in my game room. So that's kind of what I've been doing recently. And then I picked up that TMNT arcade one up, which I don't know, say what you will with those arcade one ups. I think the cost of value, at least on most of their cabinets, is okay. But that TMNT one just, like, fucking has me smiling ear to ear every time. Like, that original artwork, just the nostalgia of being a first grader and seeing that thing in, like, local pizza places and getting to play those games again. My son and I have been playing the hell out of that. We've been out in the garage. I'll find myself out there, like, on a Wednesday night when we're not recording. Uh, and I'll just go out there and I'll play, like, Rampage. I'll play a little bit of the TMNT and then I'll fire up my uh, mega touch and play photo hunt until about midnight when I realized, Oh shit, I should probably go to bed. So that's been kind of nice. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm liking it. We're having a good time out there so far. Until it's negative 40. Well, it'll still be 60 in my garage or hotter Mm. until I get out there. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's right. Yes. Heat Nate. That was the, the key point. The heat. Weird. I should get some of that. And it also comes with a half bath, which most people will call floor drain. <clears throat> but I, I, I say <laughs> floor drain. Nay, nay. That is a urinal, my friends. Well, it's good for urinal. Ryan's ones and twos. I was so. going to say the way you go. That's <laughs> <laughs> no big Touché. deal. <laughs> it's just a full bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I can't argue that. Uh, uh, yeah. That's cool. So that's, when, that's like yeah. the dream. 
I mean, it's been fun. I mean, really, that wasn't the plan, but the realization was that, like, as I was buying these, like, cabinets, and, like, I'm, I'm going to put them in my basement, and I'm like, fuck no, they're not fitting in my basement. And I'm like, <laughs> what is my other option here? So, buy a bigger house, which is an option, or just make better use of the space that I currently have, so. And part of that was Nate moving and giving me some old shelving from his game room, which I got to use for rearranging my tools. Which has helped too. So thank you, Nate. You're welcome. You're welcome, you can, buddy. You can come over and use my f- floor urinal toilet anytime you want. Nice. My tooth won't go down there. Uh, it'll definitely, definitely plug them up. Get some rubber boots. You can stomp them down. <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> Just start that uh, power washer over there. Really push it down there. It's a real cheese grater situation we got going on. <laughs> So what are you doing with the extra space in your game room then? Well, so when I got that arcade one up, the first one, the Rampage one, I pushed a bunch of stuff over, which made my game room feel like super crunched and consolidated, which I didn't like. So I'm basically just going to move things back and let them breathe the way I had intended. Um, I also got rid of my couch that's in my game room and got some smaller chairs just because I felt like the couch I had was kind of like overbearing. It was comfortable. Huge. But now I've just got a couple chairs to like relax and play in. So it's more just back to my game collection being on display as like a little accessible museum of sorts. I still don't have all my stuff in here, but it's like I can get to all my games. So it's good. Still think you should have put the arcade games in your boat. Then we could have taken the arcade. The, There's the ar- still the that option photo. come spring. Yeah. yeah. We're going to need a couple extra de- like deep cycle batteries. Yep. We're going to strap that TMNT cab to the front of that thing. We're going to tool it around. It's going to be great. Throw some lines out and play arcade at the same time. Heck yeah. yeah I always wanted to do video. a video on that where uh, hook up a TV in an NES and play Blue Marlin on a lake. Yeah. <laughs> just, just because you can. <laughs> Why not? Yep. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was going to touch on this a little bit. I saw the news broke today. Uh, So I'm going to do a new segment here on the podcast called Communist Corner. Uh, So China, (laughs) China has decided that its youth is becoming too distracted and stupid from video games. So they've enacted a new law. If you're under the age of 18, you're only allowed to play video games 90 minutes a day during the week, three hours on weekends and holidays. Uh, and you can only spend a cumulative in-game transactions per month. Seems fair. All right. And how do they regulate those? Well, it's those? communism, so they probably shoot you if you fucking disobey, so. <laughs> Kids sweating it out, playing games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's great. It's a good thing Blizzard really stood up for this, only to find out that they're getting shot in the foot for right. the microtransactions. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it is China, so it's like, how do you gauge it? I mean, it's, it's, I don't think it's wrong to see like a body of government like want to regulate it to protect its youth. I will say like this seems maybe extreme, but it's, it's communism. It's extreme. In China. Yeah. I, there was one part like where it there's like a curfew, right? Like you can't play past a certain yeah, time. Yeah, 10 a.m. You're done, right? Which that till 8 a.m. That's not bad. I I don't mind that no. part if there was a way to 
make yeah that follows like no call laws yeah. pretty much in the u.s right. so that makes sense right but other than that yeah 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 that that i mean that borderline i mean it's not borderline like it definitely infringes on free will so i don't know yeah hence communism <laughs> right China. I mean, they ban Winnie the Pooh, so. What? <laughs> Something along the lines that it looks like their president. So the president's like, oh, no right. Winnie the Pooh. I remember that story. Yeah. He should be endorsing Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. You're going to look like any animated mascot. Winnie the Pooh is not the bad guy. No, there's much worse. <clears throat> right. Maybe he's too happy to be communist, though. Hmm. Or maybe that's what the communists are telling him to be. Yeah. Need to be very happy. Put a front on. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. I don't know. If, Could be. I don't know if you guys saw the uh, the Smash Direct today or whatever. No. About Terry Bogard. Pretty much like it's all the music and stuff. There is so many SNK songs from every other franchise coming to it. And there's a lot of other like SNK fighters making cameos in there. Really? Yeah. But the big one was That's awesome. that he specifically addressed that Mai was not coming, which it's like, of course, because she's got huge tits and. <laughs> sways them back and forth but that was like the big news that yeah they weren't gonna nintendo said no not gonna do that unsurprising yeah family friend i am just happy to see them like incorporating snk at all so like we said before like the fact that maybe most people didn't see the value or appreciate the unveil it like it doesn't make it any less significant historically and culturally than it's a great time to have yeah yeah, there's like a whole bunch of, of metal slug music and a whole bunch of stuff coming to oh, it. So. Sweet. so that'll be stage music you can select and yeah. like anything then, yeah. right? That's awesome. I wish they would bring over a metal slug character. Like that would have been cool. Yeah. They don't really have anybody that's just guns though, like straight up guns though, is there? I mean Bayonetta's close, right? Snake True. isn't that far off. Yeah. Not sure. Speaking of giant titties. Andy and I <laughs> met up at Replay Games with some other fellow gamers oh, and yeah. played uh, Dragon's Crown HD. There are some uh, very <laughs> enlarged female renderings in that game. Uh, exaggerated. Giant thighs, big old floppy boobies. I named my magical wizard lady Tits McGee. Seemed fitting. It's fun. Yeah. It's like, I bet I was thinking about that game like days after that too like i should go back and play Super that game great. yeah yeah i was like this would be a great couch couch co-op game for me and my family if i could take out all like the dirty pervy stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> Dwar- dwarves only <laughs> dwarves only yes that was fun it was it was a good uh couple hours we spent throwing into that game and uh we get to meet chris uh 
another area gamer and part of the community. So yeah. he uh he played the Amazon Thunder Thigh Lady. So between that and the dwarf that Andy played, it was quite the threesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was a happy dwarf. That was a good game. I wish they would make a proper sequel of that. Takes too much time to draw it all. I know. It makes me really want to buy the HD port to PS4, though, if I found it cheap. Mm-hmm. It was one of those games where it was like when they announced it, I was like, oh, that's amazing. Oh, it's $40. And then it was like, I forgot all about it. And now you can't find it anywhere. So it's probably still 40 bucks. Yeah, to use. Probably. I don't know. Yes. Good game though. Fun to play local co-op too. Absolutely. Definitely the way to do it. Your Mills Fleet Farm toy catalog is coming. Watch for it this week in your newspaper or shopper. It'll help you decide which toys to get during the grand opening of Toyland on Saturday, October 17th. The Mills Fleet Farm toy catalog coming this week in your newspaper or shopper. We now accept American Express cards. All right, moving on. And uh, Polygon.com put out a list of what they think is the top 100 games of this decade. And uh, we've done this before Can't with wait. like top 100 games of all time. Like to have some live reactions. And I- Nobody got butthurt or upset at all, especially me. Right. So this is going to go well. I think the biggest thing is how much we laugh at how bad some of these lists age. Mm. You know? Um, and I think this one's going to age pretty badly. But mm, but we'll good. We'll, uh, I think it's already aged pretty badly, but <laughs> we'll we'll react to that as we go here. Uh, I just want to hit some deeper ones right off the bat. Uh, let's see here. We got number seventy-two, uh, Mass Effect Two, which some people think is one of the best games of all time. I haven't played it. Sure. Uh, Diablo 3, like we were just saying how great a game that is. That's number 70. I mean, that's okay, right? It's not even the best Diablo game, probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Let's see here. We got The Last of Us at number 59, which is criminal, I think, but... Mm. Have you played Uncharted? (laughs) It's probably higher than Uncharted, but... I mean, it's Uncharted with Z&Bs. Uh, Death Stranding is number 53. I don't even know how you That could... just came... Oh, it's not even released! <laughs> how? I don't know how that could even possibly... Whose dick list. did Kojima suck to get that on the list? Uh, 52 is Undertale. I would have thought that would be Guess what? Higher. Doom Eternal is number one. <laughs> Fuck this list. Uh, Undertale? Undertale, 52. Okay. The cultural reference. So far, I don't know any of these guys. (laughs) Skyrim is number fifty. I'm on a roll. You know, you know that one. I mean, I feel like I feel like that in the context of the last ten years should be higher, but yeah, I'm crazy. But that's such a landmark. It's not even my game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Sea of Thieves is number forty nine. So it's right ahead of Skyrim. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Oh my god, there's there a lot of dick sucking. Yeah. Fucking Rare was right in line after Kojima. <laughs> Just fucking polish on yeah. that knob. Number 48, No Man's Sky. <laughs> Can we just stop? Do we have to go further? 
<laughs> no man's sky above Skyrim. <laughs> All right. I might agree, but <laughs> get the fuck out of this podcast. And I like Skyrim You're a laughing, lot, but I'm serious. Log out right now. <laughs> We're done. We're finding a new editor. <laughs> we don't edit this. <laughs> True. <laughs> Number 41 is NBA 2K12. Oh, I don't like the way this is edited. I know what that game is, but I can't picture <laughs> that being up there. Horizon Zero Dawn is that in 10? Oof. You would think that'd be up no, there. Not. Nah. You don't think so? Overrated. <clears throat> That's got to be top 10, I would think. Nah, fuck that game. 89. I'm kidding, it's great. <laughs> How about we start at number 25? We'll just go up from mm-hmm. there. Sounds great. Number 25 is the Outer Wilds, which just came out this year as well. That is not the Outer Worlds. Ghost Wor- Recon, right? That is not the Outer Worlds, it's the, the other one. It's like the space camping one. It's, okay. It seems a little bit like that was too fresh in their mind in the context of the last 10 years yeah that game made 25 all right makes total sense i i can see where if you were into that game that might be one of the greatest games of all time because it's just kind of like space exploration without any hand holding which is kind of cool but so it was no man's sky and they put that at like 45 yeah it's kind of like like if you were like say something like mist in the ultimate form <laughs> sounds awful yeah 24 is towerful it's a great game i didn't know if it would be that high i've had a lot of fun with that game it is most definitely the highest rank ouya game on this list oh boy <laughs> we had to really tie it back <laughs> Number 23, we have Rocket League. Oh, I know that game. I like that one. Well, that should be way higher. If you're putting No Man's Sky at like <laughs> fucking 50, Rocket League's number one. I mean, I don't know what you... Okay. <laughs> I don't... I, I, what is up with this list? Like, it's, so far, it's like the last three years. That's not, that's not indicative of a decade, but... Okay. Yeah. Fortnite's fucking number one, isn't it? Uh, let's just no. let's get there. No. Let's cut my balls off, throw them in the fucking incinerator. <laughs> Fortnite's number no. one. Twenty two is uh, Stardew Valley. It's a okay. Adventure. It's a great game. Yeah, I mean, games that rip off other games to a T are great. Yeah, I. It's good. That's the thing where, like, it seems like a lot of people that played Stardew had no idea that Harvest Moon ever existed. I mean, it's the meta bots of Harvest Moon, right? Kind of. People are praising the game that ripped off the game. Yeah. And it's more adultish, too, with adultish humor. So, yeah, it's a perfect analogy. Literally is the meta bots. Yeah. Good on you, Stardew Valley. 21 is Counter Strike Go. Sure. Ooh. (laughs) Really? To me, Counter Strike is like. 2000 to 2010. Yeah, 1.6 for sure. Yeah. I don't know. Go is is definitely huge, but 
I certainly right, right. Outside of esports, I don't know. I mean, Ninja streams it constantly. <laughs> yeah. Number twenty is Journey. That should be higher. Oh, I've heard of Rocket League. <clears throat> I don't know. Like I played, I, I, Andy and I have butted heads in this because like Andy touts this game like a lot of people, and like yeah, probably. But like I, I didn't play it, and then I played Brother: A Tale of Two Sons first, which is like a different flavor of that experience. Like it's the Stardew Valley, right? Of of Journey, but like once you've experienced that, like Journey seems less significant so yeah I, I i guess i can't really like shit on journey it's just that i experienced it in a different flavor so it didn't hold much value to me yeah i did damn near like spiritual experience with journey really yeah were you like his scarf his scarf is so long i can't <laughs> deal with it i don't no, know there's a lot of symbolism in that game it's yeah it's worth a playthrough i liked the uh nazi flag at the end of the like third stage <laughs> don't remember that's, that it's not in the game that, that didn't happen everybody journey's a great game play it i wonder if you can go in there and if there's people still running around because that's what oh that game... for sure yeah absolutely so. there is that got ported to ps4 and everything yeah definitely people but still today like once you play that game like i still play it maybe once a year but yeah well i mean what it's like two and a half hours of playthrough yeah Three. I mean, it's good. Yeah. Might be my favorite game of all time. Wow. Could be a. That sounds sarcastic. I mean, it's great. <laughs> Not on uh, this list, though. Okay. They didn't pick that. Number ninety or nineteen is Overwatch. It's a big game. Uh, yeah. Again, we're talking Stardew Valleys. Let's call it what it is. It's Team Fortress 2, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's a good game. Team Fortress 2 didn't come out this decade, though. So that is true. It's still yeah. being played heavily this decade, yeah, though. Yeah. Probably not as much as Overwatch, though. I think Overwatch has no, probably uh, overtaken it. Yep. Number 18 is what I think is probably a massive reach. Uh, her story do you do you know this one nope it's almost barely a game it's like a murder mystery and you watch like live interviews like video okay and you like have it's basically like searching a database of police videos what until you've until you until you're made up your mind that you think you know what happened they never tell you what happened or anything it's just you play as long as until you're and how high is that what's where's that fall on the list what number 18 Ugh. 18 yeah i when you first said it i thought it was the story of an unused tampon and its journey <laughs> to the recycling bin no we talked about journey already <laughs> Uh, number 17 is Persona 4 Golden, which I seems... can't gauge that. Not me. I It's a great game, but it's also like... That's... Well, 
4 came out in the PS2 in 08. So the little edition. So it's not this. Yeah, it's not this decade. What are we talking about here? Yeah, this is. I mean, this is the Vita port, which added a little bit more, which made it a little bit better game. But Plus, it was on the Vita, which meant no one fucking bought it. So yeah. it deserves to be at 17 in this list or 16 or wherever we're at. Yeah. Stupid. That one's definitely a cop out. Uh, Nate's yep. getting upset. He took his blankie off. <laughs> took my blankie off. I'm ready to party now. Got 16. That is uh, near Automata. Great game. Great game. Does it deserve to be at 16 on this list? No. Mm. Come on. It's so niche. I'm not saying it's not great. I don't think that even like it's top like 16 of the last like four years that I've played. Uh, I don't know. It, I just appreciate that it's definitely not focus tested. It's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a weird fucking game. It's it's that guy's vision. Not a lot of games and big games get like that anyway. Mm-hmm. Number 15 is everything. I'll tell you one thing that doesn't mean anything to me. Exactly. I've what I've heard everything? of that game. It's like you can think you can be anything or everything makes sense there's just a whole bunch of shit that you can like i'm a deer now and i'm a mountain now and you know it's just it's almost like a physics playground i think kind of too i i don't know okay don't know this list is really bad so far Mm -hmm. this one is interesting number 14 super mario 3d world that's above Odyssey and Galaxy 2 came out this okay. decade too. <clears throat> I'm just going to throw this out there. I think, um, in my opinion, someone growing up with the original Nintendo and like seeing my realization of what I thought Mario could be in a world he existed in fully realized in what is Mario Brothers 3 and then just kind of further elaborated on in Super Mario World. To me, Super Mario 3D World is the modern rendition of the game that I pictured as a nine-year-old. And I think it is the better game. I think, I genuinely believe it's better than Odyssey, Super Mario 64, Odyssey, or Galaxy, Galaxy 2. To me, it's, it's exactly what I want in a modern take on a traditional Mario game. <clears throat> so I'm I'm totally on board with this being where it's at on this list. I just had such a problem with the multiplayer in that. Where it just seemed like they designed some things to be more multiplayer focused and then some things were not. So when you were in multiplayer it it was awful to play. Yeah, I mean well yeah. You have to almost stick to to really enjoy the multiplayer, you have to like actively work together and then you kind of have to stick to the first five worlds because once it gets technical you're right like the multiplayer is a shit show but the music is fantastic yeah. that whole orchestral score the graphics are nice and clean and polished the cat suit is a, a fucking stroke of genius um i don't i don't know i just i loved the whole package like again it's it's like my fucking middle school wet dream of, of what a mario game was going to be like i i couldn't be happier with 
with what that was. And it, it, it pisses me off that that has not been ported to the switch and that they chose to do Wii U deluxe over that, which Wii U deluxe, we, the, the new Super Mario brothers, Wii U is like the worst in that series. Like hands down. Why yeah. port that? I don't know. Yeah. I agree with you. I think 3d world is great. I love it. Thank you. Probably more than Odyssey. Odyssey's good, but 3D World, you said yeah. you said it perfect. It's ex- exactly how I picture it yeah. to be. That's true. I, Odyssey is I, not really Mario. You know, right. it, it changed so much. Yeah, and I think that's the dividing line is like if you're the person who grew up prior to like the 64 Marios, like to me in my mind there is a traditional Mario game and then there is what there's 3D Mario games which in my head is 64 Odyssey, Sunshine, Galaxy, and Galaxy 2. And those are great games in their own right, but they don't fall into the tract of like what I consider a mainline Mario game. And like, I think 3D World is like the fully 3D version of what I want a 2D yeah. Mario game to be. So I'm an old fucking curmudgeon, though. So. <laughs> Number 13, we have Gone Home, which I actively dislike that game. I mean, how many walking simulator type games can you really get into, right? Yeah, I mean, that was like the first big one for sure, but. That's another situation, though, where like Sony really touted something that like, it's almost like it was like they're like uh, No Man's Sky light, I feel like. Cause I feel like gone home is really pushed on PlayStation and like PlayStation network and just kind of didn't really live up to the hype. Yeah. Yeah. I played through it on PC, I believe when it first came out and I don't know. Most of that game is a very good atmosphere and very creepy. And then at the very end, none of it lived up to that. Number 12 is Return of the Obra Dinn, which I've heard good things. I've not played it yet. Me too. I uh, I am actually really looking forward to that because like after listening to the deliberations from the Bombcast and Beastcast, <clears throat> now that it's coming to Switch, I'll probably pick it up. I mean, I, it was PC or Steam only before, so I didn't yeah. have a way to play it. Although I probably could now, but yeah, seems cool. I don't know. Yeah, it's, this is this list is so weird because like, how do you consider something? How do you consider something the greatest of all time when like it didn't make a mainstream impact? I don't know. I don't know how they're looking at that. Or they think this is like an art art piece, or seems like it, right? I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, it so far it seems like they're ranking, you know, recent indie games higher than older indie games. It's like a bunch of hipster 23-year-olds like we're smoking pot and wearing their like tight-rolled capris and talking about what their best games were. So polygon.com, it, yeah. Does that mean? <laughs> uh, Shots fired, Andy. <laughs> Shots fired. They have a great web design team. That's, I'll give them that. <laughs> Uh, number eleven is Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, PUBG. Okay, 
it's funny how that would the year that that came out people thought it was the greatest game of all time one best game of the year and now none of those people play it it's a living game and none of those people are still playing it really so nope it's weird all right we're in the top 10 now guys Oh, can't wait for the cream of the crap here. <laughs> I might catch one. Number 10, we got Fortnite Battle Royale. I appreciate that it's a 10. Yeah, it kind of has to be, right? Like, No, it doesn't have it? to be. It, I, it, I figured it'd be number one. Yeah. I mean, realistically, it shouldn't even be on the list. It's not a game. <laughs> It's the only one Nate's played on this list so far. But it's uh, not the game. <laughs> I'm on a roll right now. Uh, Bring in the burn. I like yeah. it, Nate. Uh, number nine is The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. It's probably about Great right. Game. People peaks, speak so... Spa- uh, oh. Passas, that's the path. They speak so passionately about that game. Anyone I know that's played it, so even though I haven't and it's not my game, I have a hard time arguing that it should yeah, be in the top ten. Neither of you it's guys. It's definitely would a like top ten game. game if I ever played it. No, you wouldn't like it. <laughs> oh, okay. Is it an RPG? It's like yeah, Skyrim. Yeah, it's like Skyrim. No, oh, I didn't like Skyrim. Yeah. It's like Fortnite. It's getting its own Netflix show coming soon. Dude in a bathtub. Yep. Not based it's on tough. the games, though. No, the graphic novels or whatever, or novels, mm. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't know it was books. Who knew? Yeah, it's all books. All right, I got this next one. I okay. got it. What's number eight? Horizon Zero Dawn. Because <laughs> that's the only game <laughs> I really played. Spider-Man? <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's uh, Dark Souls. Okay. Which uh, I had that game from Ryan one time. Didn't play it. I didn't give you Dark Souls. I don't own it. Oh, are you sure? Yep. Yeah. It was never. I've tried a couple times. Just could not get. Ooh. Could not get attached to it. Uh, number seven is a game that doesn't even exist anymore. Any guesses? Flappy Bird. Mm, that's a good guess, but it's not. It's more like a demo that doesn't exist anymore. PT. Yeah. Nailed it. <clears throat> it. So we're talking 100 greatest games of this decade, and we're talking about a demo for a game that was never made. And that makes a list. Mm-hmm. And the demo is uh, walking through a, one singular hallway many times over and over and over again. It has so, cracked the top ten. <laughs> this is just definitive proof that this list is utter fucking bullshit. Yeah. So, I don't know. Don't believe a damn thing. I mean, it's effective. If you've ever watched a playthrough of PT, it certainly does its job. But it's weird that it would be up this high. It's not a game. Nope. Doesn't even exist anymore. 
from what I understand now, even like even if you downloaded it, you're not you can't even connect to the internet because it will delete it. Yeah, yeah. So they like, did a hard like recall delete on it. Yeah, yeah. There's that like I heard somebody's rebuilding it in Unity or like Unreal Engine or okay. something. But yeah, no, it's that's stupid. That 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 shouldn't even be on this list. Nope. Number six, League of Legends. Sure. Never Whatever. Great. Number five, it's Pokemon Go. Okay. People still play that. Yeah, it's a big thing. I hate this list. <laughs> Number four is Kentucky Route Zero. What the fuck is that? <laughs> uh, exactly. It's like a adventure game for PC. Oh, yeah. Really Huge game. Yeah. Wild. Top fucking five of the decade for sure. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Good job. <laughs> Good for you, man. Glad the Colonel got some respect. Uh. <laughs> I've heard it's good, but. I, number four. Oof. We're getting in the top three. Number three is Spelunky. Um, uh, excuse me while I step away and smash my brain into the wall for a few <laughs> seconds here. I kind of didn't like that game. It's fine, right? Like... It, it, how does a game that like plays on the prior 20 years of nostalgia and retro gaming make it to your top three? Yeah. Again, these are the <clears throat> top 100 games of the decade. Yep. I feel like they didn't put too much thought on this, that they just wrote a whole bunch of games down, pulled them out of a hat, and said... What date was this published? Uh, okay, was it April good. 1st? <laughs> When when did this list come out? Uh this week, I think. Oh, oh my gosh. Was... Yeah. Well, it had to be cuz uh Death Stranding's on here. So. Oh yeah, good point. The game that's not out yet made the list. Good job, Polygon. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I they got an early copy. That's how they knew. I mean, there was people that really got into Spelunky. I didn't quite get I like the run-based stuff, but right. I, don't, I don't get it. I really hated the time. Like, the ghost would come after a certain amount of time. Like, you couldn't explore as much as you wanted to. But that's my own problem. Play Sydney Hunter. Better game. That's not probably not on this list. No. Number two is a game that we've all played. Red Destiny Dead. 2. Red Dead. Nintendo. Breath of the Odyssey. Wild. Zelda. Yeah. Breath of the Wild. Yeah. It's great. It's great, but in the context of 10 years, I have a hard time putting it there. And top and five. all systems. Yeah. Top yeah, five, that, though. I don't even know if it makes top five for me. And I love it. I love it, but 
don't know. Yeah, maybe. Whatever. This is like at least a logical fucking choice. What's number one? Any guesses? <sighs> Wait. Oh boy. Start off like, is it going to make, make us angry? No, but it, once you hear it, it's obvious. Minecraft? Yeah. Really? That didn't come yeah. out. Wasn't that over a decade ago? That's been out forever. <sighs> that's true. I, I feel like that's I like was... 12 years. The fuck was the release date? Are they going for like ago, most influential? Wow. I don't know, man. Minecraft is still popping, even though it's not like top of the streaming charts. It's still going strong. It's still a great game. Oh, yeah. Every time I pop it in, like it, you get that bug like, oh, I got to build like, this. Like three hours past. Yeah, You're like, yeah. I'm going to do like, I'm going to fucking build a mud hut. And then it's like four <laughs> in the morning. You're like, what yeah. the fuck happened? Yep. Yeah, I, but is it a game? Do you consider it a game? Yeah, it has an objective. It does now. You need to get yeah. The, yeah, you need to get the Ender things to find the portal and defeat the dragon. And yeah, absolutely, it's a game. That's not the fun part, though. Like I wouldn't. No, say that's fuck the, no. The fun part is logging into your online server, looking out <laughs> your window of your hilltop house to see a giant floating cock and balls outside your window. That's the fun part of Minecraft. <laughs> The random human element. <laughs> True story. I like it. I like it a lot. And I, I highly recommend everyone who has a Wii U pick up the Wii U version of that. Because the like Nintendo themed and built area oh, that's yeah. like all Mario-ish is totally worth the price of admission. It's so cool. Oh, I didn't I knew they had skins, but I didn't know they had like yeah, you can like in load into a whole prefabricated Mario themed like theme park. It's fucking awesome. Huh, that's cool. Do it. Yeah, I think that's that's probably the right choice for how big it was too. Still is. Yeah. <clears throat> Will it ever get a sequel? That's the real question. Or do they just perpetually update Minecraft? I think they perpetually do it because what do you do in yeah. a sequel? Cause then you're like, do we make the graphics better or do we keep them blocky? Right. And people are going to want one or the other. It's going to be a 50, 50 split. So why even go down that road? Yeah. Whatever you do will never be as successful as what came before. Yeah. Kind of like blizzard with Titan. Like they just pulled the plug. Yep. Like no, Wow. Was, wow. Was it? Awful list. Go fuck yourself, Paul. Again. I mean, we're we're an opinionated bunch of assholes in this podcast, and we could, uh, without even trying, come up with a better top 100 list than this garbage that you put in front of us. So, so what's your guys, you. number one? In the context of a decade? Yeah. I mean, that's probably a good pick. Um, it's hard to overlook the last two and a half years of Fortnite's existence. Um. I would probably agree with Nate that Horizon Zero Dawn should have made that top 25 somewhere. Breath of the Wild is obviously a good choice. I don't know that I could do a number one. Red Dead? No. GTA, GTA 5 should have been in the top five. I was GTA 5 is a fantastic experience. Red Dead is a, Red Dead's awesome, but to me Red Dead doesn't... 
even like it scales back so much of what GTA five already had in place. It themes everything fantastically, but did GTA even hit the list? That's what I was, I was checking right. the bottom to see if it even it's got in there. It's bullshit that it didn't. Cause it's still a hugely popular game. Monster Hunter world is 88. Fuck that. Kim Kardashian okay. Hollywood is 86. What? <laughs> Are you joking? No. Do you think he's joking with this uh, list? All right. In the in, in I I don't know that I can pick a number one in the top ten for doing the constraints of Minecraft is in the last decade. Minecraft deserves to be there. Fortnite should be there. Breath of the Wild should be there. Horizon Zero Dawn should be there. Grand Theft Auto Five should be there. They have GTA Online at sixty five. I don't know if they're counting. That's not a separate fucking game. Yeah, I don't know. Ooh, Frog Fractions made the list, though. Ooh. That's at least clever, though, right? Yeah. Gosh, what else does make that list? What else cracks the top 10? 10 years. Like, a lot happened in 10 years. The Last of Us, you're right. The Last of Us cracks top 10. I think so. There's no other Uncharted on here. Right. Halo shouldn't make it anywhere near it. Because that's coming on. I don't know. What are some of those other like seminal things? Things that I couldn't like Portal 2. Like, yeah, this, this decade. Yeah. Yeah. It's nuts. Absolutely. Rocket. I mean, Rocket League should be top 10, right? Yeah. And that was a phenomenon. It still is to some extent. Yeah, that list is bullshit. This list makes me way more angry than the game Informer one. It's like they didn't even take it. They didn't even take the medium seriously. That's that's the bad part. I don't know what they were trying to do, because like you're putting like Fortnite in there because. It's popular, like it because of the influence and like Pokemon Go because of the influence. But then you put right. Kentucky Route Zero above that. Like it's it's just a clashing mentality, right? Because because that just seems like a fan favorite, and they rated it too high. Bunch of bullcrap. Yeah. No That's, no Beat Saber. That is How number that seventy something. 77. Yeah, but based on the kitschiness and bullshittiness of this list, yeah. Beat Saber is like number fucking two. I'm sorry. Cuphead is ninety ninety five. Like. Wow. Can't even. On a scale of one to ten, I can't even. Even like The Walking Dead, you know, Telltale, like that first one was something yeah. incredible. That was the thing. That was that's number ninety one, but I think they drove that whole genre into the ground pretty quick. Yeah. Gosh. Journey's got to be my number one for sure, but. Other than Brother, that, did Brother of Tale of Two Sons charts it's, at all? It's not on here. Such a great game. I yeah. love that game. What Valiant Hearts? No. Gosh, that was another great game. Limbo? Yes. They they matched it with Inside. What do you mean they matched it? So they counted 
limbo and they counted the combo yeah so they took two distinctly produced separate fucking video games Mm -hmm. and gave the combo disc a rating yep number 51 (laughs) all right let's wrap this shit up (laughs) nate well obviously Ryan's not happy with this list, nor am Nobody's I. Nobody's happy with this No list. one's happy with this list. Why don't you send us a list of what you think your top 10 games would be for this, this decade? Uh, you can send it to weekendrentalpodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you're following us on all of our social medias, Facebook and Twitter. And uh, you can check us out on YouTube as well. You can find all things Weekend Rental at weekendpodcast.com as well as geekade.com. And as always, be kind, rewind. Who's that metabot? Squirtle. (laughs) Super monkey ball bananas. Sucks. It's so good. So good. Sucks. It's awful. It's ugly. I love it so much. You can fit it up your butt and play Zelda. What? What's not to love? <laughs>